0: Welcome to the second series of The Slice, a weekly pick-me-up podcast covering everything from work woes to self-care.
1: Brought to you by myself, Tara Starlett. And me, Mega Morass. We bring you bite-sized segments to get you motivated every Monday morning. The Slice podcast is a motivational tool to build your morning routine around, so you can start your day on the right foot and kick ass all week. joining us today um, we hope that you're having a lovely morning and waking up just the way you want to um, today we have been joined by the wonderful Billy Quinlan thank you so much for joining us thank you for having
2: me I'm excited to be chatting in the ears of morning listeners yeah you
1: are let's keep it quiet then wake you up no, I <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Anyway, so if you don't know who Billy is, you will by the end of this. She is phenomenal. She is the co-founder of Furly, which is an audio guide to mindful sex. Mm. It's an app. It is an app. I think that's important to say it's an app. Go download it. It's Furly it's in... 73 F- on the app
2: store. <gasps> what?
1: Shut up. Yes. That's amazing. That yeah. is
2: really good i know we only launched in june
1: shit the bed don't don't sorry (laughs) i don't know why i use that phrase i use it all the time (laughs) anyway it's spelled f-e-r-l-y so go download it once you've heard uh this episode well you you won't have a choice because you'll just need to anyway (laughs) billy what is an audio guide to mindful sex what is furley Furley is a
2: woman's space to explore her sexuality so that she can live a healthy, confident and pleasurable life and the pleasurable piece is really important because it's not something that we celebrate or recognize as part of our well-being and a really Mm. important part of our well-being. We know about our physical well-being, we know about our mental well-being but there's still a huge shame and taboo around our sexual well-being and Furley is trying to rid us of that shame. And the app is content and community and the content is sort of three pillars to that we have amazing guided practices that lead you through a physical and mental exploration of your body and mind yeah. we have stimulating food for thought style pieces which talk about the science of sex and also a little bit of the social and political commentary around where our social scripts come from yeah. and then we have sensual stories so probably more for That's your bedtime routine Megan's <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> an avid user I am an avid We have a mega fan.
1: Yay. Um, Okay, amazing. That is just phenomenal. Nothing like this in my opinion or my research has ever been available. And as someone that has done almost, some would say, investigative research into (laughs) everything vulva, clitoris, sexual, self-pleasure vibes... This is a game changer. In fact, the first time I ever met Billy, I was like, thank you for changing my life.
2: (laughs) It was actually one of those moments where you kind of just want to give a big hug and say thank you so much. it was, I felt like (laughs) that too. I was like,
1: oh my
2: God. It was Um, actually funny because um, we, uh, some, some amazing YouTuber did a review of us last week and one of the comments underneath it was from this woman who said, I have a really low libido, I'm in a long-distance relationship, sex has felt really shit, I've felt really shit in my body and my sense of self, and I've just downloaded Furly, and within seconds, within 10 minutes of opening the app, I've had an orgasm. <laughs> and we're not about orgasms, but if you do manage to have an orgasm in 10 minutes, Come I think on. you deserve a round of applause.
1: I- <laughs> well done commenter on the YouTube video. I don't know what your name is, but I feel you. Okay, amazing. So, So, Billy, please will you talk us through your morning routine?
0: We're all about mornings here. We want to get our listeners um, off to the best possible start to their day. So what's your secret? How do you do it? What does your morning routine look like?
2: Yeah, I've told these guys that I'm probably not the best pep talk for a morning (laughs) routine, but it works for me and I think it kind of slices through a lot of the crap that you hear about entrepreneurs and Mm. their mornings and how they set themselves up for the day. So mine is super quick. It involves jumping out of bed straight in the shower with my toothbrush. Um, I do spend a bit of time cleansing my face and adding a vitamin C because... That's what my facialist told me I needed to do. And then it's straight into my gym kit, on my bike, and I'm within work within probably 30 minutes of waking up.
1: Which is a complete opposing opposite to my, like, two and a half hours slowly Mm. opening my my eyes routine. I just have so much respect for that. Get up and go. Get up and go.
2: The thing that has completely changed my morning, though, is my Lumi light, which is a light that makes a sunrise for you. So kind of over a 30-minute period... It gets brighter and brighter and brighter
1: and you wake up with, yeah,
2: um, artificial how, sunlight. How much
1: is Light? Like? Because I know you've got one too, Tara. I
0: don't, it's not actually mine. Gimme bought it and he paid for it, so I don't know. But I think
2: they're about 100 quid, aren't they? Yeah. they you little can 100. get kind of like imitations. Mm.
1: Do you think it's worth spending that? Because obviously that's quite a lot of money.
2: Honestly, it's been a game changer and it has aromatherapy oils. So oh, you can literally stop. wake up with peppermint. So, the Slice podcast and a peppermint spray in the morning. Lovely. What else do you need? Maybe yeah. <laughs> we
1: need to contact Groomy. Great fruit
0: that's supposed to be, like, a mm. um, stimulating morning scent. Is it? Lovely. Yeah, gets you zingy. Zingy. <laughs> <laughs> what is zingy? You know me, I like to keep it citrus, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that. Always on brand. Yeah. Okay, and that's what about for the night before? Yeah, the night before is often different, and, um... If we're talking about sex and pleasure, I'll kind of bring it back to that. And one of the things that I hate about bedtime is the routine around sex. So I'm with a partner and we're now we've just moved in together. And I despise this idea of like... Or the, the, the expectation that when you go to bed, that's when you're going to have sex. Mm, yeah. And um, I'm a morning sex person. He's an evening sex person. So it's already a slight mismatch there. Yeah. But what we have found is trying to cultivate intimacy in the evening yeah. rather than focusing on sex. And there's a really beautiful... Um piece of content on the app called Touch for Touch, and it's a guided practice practice that leads you through really seeing your partner. And it's all about, as I said, cultivating this intimacy and just connecting with each other. And we like to say that you should exchange Netflix for Furly. So put down that extra episode uh, of Top Boy if you're, yeah. if you're Tara. Me <laughs> <laughs> we and were like
0: so stressed out last night, like on edge just like being rude to each other and stuff because like everyone in Top Boy is rude to each other and like kissing our teeth at each other. Then I was like, this has got too much in my head.
1: <laughs> and hilariously, whilst you're watching Top Boy, I'm watching Top Gear. Oh. So. Got quite macho even whilst in
2: contrast, I'm I'm touching for touching. Yeah, I know which one I would like. Yeah, let's call it top touch. Top touch, (laughs) top touch. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, that is amazing. I'm definitely gonna. uh, Is it? Can I just ask? Obviously, because it's an app, a lot of it's audio.
2: It's all audio.
1: Yeah. So I mean, do I need a splitter? Do I need to have (laughs) headphones with my partner, or you know? Basically, my parents are staying tonight, and I'm like, mm. shall I embrace this tonight, or do you think it needs to be a quiet room and an intimate space, a safe space? I'm safe assuming.
2: space. I think you want to feel comfortable. So maybe with your parents next door,
1: depending on the
2: relationship you have with them. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> not having... <laughs> I'd probably wait when oh, you've got the house for yourself.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, don't worry, mum. Not happening. Um... <laughs> but then if you've
2: got like an Amazon or a Sonos, just play over that You're like, hey, Google, switch on Pearly. Yeah, Every but...
1: room in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, but then what if the postman comes in? Oh, no, no, Right, okay, fine. I will, I'll let you know. Sorry, then. does the postman have <laughs> Does he <it> come <laughs> into Alan? your bed? Love Alan. He'll so knock on the door if he's got a big package coming. Ooh! Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, no, it's sounding like loose and I don't <laughs> want that. Okay, moving on to our next Meg segment. The big package. <laughs> okay, our live it list, which is really our section about how Everyone can take what we've just said about embracing intimacy, embracing sex, embracing self-pleasure and put it into their day-to-day life. And obviously your current project, Furly, mm-hmm. and your current purpose is really about providing a yes. entry to market for want of a better place. (laughs) Um, Closing the pleasure gap. Closing the pleasure gap, exactly. So, you know, so Furley is obviously a big part of our Libit list this week in terms of guys go down Go and download it, embrace it, discover all the different areas, discover lying on the beach. It's lovely. Mm. Um, but what else can our listeners do or read or see or say? or?
2: Yeah, there's a few, there's a, there's a Bible that um, we read when we first started the business and we recommend to everyone and it's called Come As You Are by Emily Nagowski.
1: Is that C-U-M or C-O-M-E?
2: C-O-M-E. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry, but the pun but... is intended. <laughs> the pun is <laughs> okay. intended. Okay, yeah. Um, which is a brilliant book that democratizes the science in a really fun and engaging way and it gives you some practical exercises that you can try and a lot of the philosophy that we've drawn into Furley has come from this book and from this educator Emily and it's just a brilliant brilliant read. Mm. Um, The second book I'd recommend is Don't Hold My Head Down by Lucy Ann Holmes and um, I'm going to just read you actually the description of it because it's it's really nice, and Ooh, we exciting. posted it recently, and um, everyone went mad for it. So, um, well, I'm saying that. I'm By the do way, that. if
0: you want to follow Furly on Instagram, it's at We Are Furly. Yeah, hundred percent. It's
2: important to know that. That is, but you can um, you can is... find us on the App Store with Just Furly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's really good to know. Okay, I'm
2: bringing it up. Here we go. So she says, "I want to have slow sex." That is important. (laughs) I want to have slow sex, work out what to do with a penis, and experience the 14 different types of female orgasm. In her mid-30s, lucy Ann still felt like a novice when it came to sex. But when she tried to find out what she could do about it, she realised everything she googled was geared to male pleasure, rather than to women's. Determined not to let this stop her, Lucy penned a list, less a bucket list, more fuck it list, (laughs) (laughs) and set out to discover what her sex life was missing. She embarked on an adventure which would change her life. And this book basically lists all of these adventures and I think it's a really interesting one to read and I definitely recommend that. So those are my two books.
1: That is amazing.
2: Then I would recommend getting a good vibrator or a dildo um, and really starting to explore pleasure in new and exciting ways. And there's a couple that I'd recommend. Um, Lilo, which is uh, a really beautiful brand, um, very tasteful, a little bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. And then Womanizer, which is new to market and uses some interesting technology to suck your clitoris kind of blows air around it. So if you like clitoral stimulation, that's a a really good one. A Dyson? A little bit like a Dyson. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit like a Dyson. (laughs) So I'll leave you with those, but those are a good start. A nice
0: little kind of segue is that our previous episode with Natalie on um, creativity, she did a campaign piece with Womanizer. She's Uh, done all these gorgeous little illustrations of like... um, Vagina owners or vulva owners, clitoris owners, um, (laughs) pleasuring themselves with the womanizer. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. uh,
2: uh, An image of me pleasuring myself with the womanizer definitely wouldn't be cute. (laughs) No, but the way that Natalie (laughs) Natalie
0: does cute is that it's very honest and more and you're like, oh my god, that is so real. I
2: love that. But she makes it
0: cute. (laughs) Yeah, she makes it cute. She makes it pink. That's nice. Oh. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so the next section is our pulp fiction section, which is all about myth busting. I'm sure there are just so many myths around sex and pleasure, especially for women. Um we've got this huge cloak of societal issues in that mm. area. Good. Um, <laughs> <kind>
1: of... <laughs> I love
0: that. So, um what kind of uh, myths do you hear talked about sex and pleasure recently or Certainly, which one do you want to set the record straight
2: on? I want to set the record straight on the side of our clitoris. This beautiful little organ is the only organ in our body designed for pleasure, with yeah. 8,000 nerve endings. <laughs> Yet, yeah, the Oxford Dictionary still describes it as the small, sensitive, erectile part of the female genitals at the anterior end of the vulva. Some say it looks like a pea. This is completely incorrect. It actually looks much more like a wishbone or as a Guardian writer recently said, like the tulip emoji. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly like the yeah. <laughs> tulip emoji. Oh my
1: god, it is! <laughs> Isn't it?
2: Oh. So I think we should start using that now rather than the peach because the peach is your bum, but the tulip emoji is your clitoris. So yeah. there you go. And tulip's quite vulvic as well, mm, definitely. Oh my god, I'm
1: so sorry. I missed the peach emoji being your vulva. What the hell? I thought it was always your butt. Yeah, but there's no good Some vulva emoji. So yeah. no, but when you do like
0: emoji, like for sex, unless you're doing the finger in the OK sign, yeah. you're doing.
2: Peach emoji. Aubergine and peach emoji. Yeah. Oh, this with, is the yeah. with squirts. Not... With <laughs> squirts. <laughs> with water squirts. Yeah, exactly. But now we can use a tulip emoji. Yeah, we, should, we should uh, get that going.
1: So you mentioned a fact earlier on this, which I just, like, literally, my jaw hit the table. But when did we realise that our clitoris was not a pea?
2: 1998 was when we had the first fully anatomical understanding of the clitoris. 1998
1: can we just take a moment what has been going on <laughs> isn't that ridiculous
0: yeah well that's that's obviously medical literature i mean we've known that it's a big deal <laughs> mm. for yeah. a long time obviously and you know women have always known
1: but let's just think about how many of medical books yeah. journals whatever there are around the penis yeah exactly
0: 1998 yeah how well, old were we all I was, I was seven i was 12 i was 12 what the I hell? Was you were already much, you masturbating. I was having much more exploration of my own clitoris than the medical the journals <laughs> had <of> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> You that could that have
2: medical. told them. You yeah.
0: So this, is, like, that would this
2: is what it looks like. But it's actually 10 centimetres in length and most of it lives inside of us. Mm. So when we talk about clitoral stimulation, often we think about external stimulation. And when we talk about the majority of women need clitoral stimulation men go straight for that Mm. (laughs) but often it's internal and it's the exciting part is exploring what that is for you and where that does feel really good Mm.
1: otherwise mysteriously known as the g-spot
2: oh don't get a start on the g-spot we've not got enough time for the g-spot
1: okay i'm excited about getting you on to talk about that another time um (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. Right, our next section, one of my faves, quote a clock. Now, this is a quote that you live by, and I think we can all relate to whether it's getting up in the morning and going to work and having to pick yourself up after a really hard day or going to run a business, which is equally as hard. Sometimes it helps to have a quote in your head where you can just rock to if shit hits the fan. What is your quote?
2: My quote is... It's not about perfection, it's about purpose. Said by the Queen herself, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and in my old flat, we had a, um, a blackboard behind the, uh, the hob. Right. And we had Beyonce quotes on there all the time. <laughs> Everything she says goes on that blackboard, we just live by it. But this quote in particular, it's not about perfection, it's about purpose, is something that does drive me every day because... Especially on this journey, you're going in and having to learn upskill every single week. And there's no time to be perfect. And if you let perfection get in the way, you would never. I would never get anything done. Um, but the purpose is the thing that really drives at me to do the work that I need to do. And I think the interesting thing about this quote as well, which I really like, is it doesn't talk about passion. Mm. And we often talk about find your passion, explore your passion, chase your passion. But what if you don't have a passion mm. or... What if your passion comes from doing something purposeful? And I think that's the more exciting piece. If you had said to me three years ago, you're going to be doing a female sexuality startup, I would have said you're mad. I had no passion for it at all. But now that I've done the work and now that I'm in it, of course, that passion has been cultivated, but it's the purpose that drives me and it's so... And it's um, the purpose that led you to it it's becoming the your passion. To, exactly. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's
1: a really nice myth to bust. Not obviously going back to that segment, I'm staying on track. But (laughs) I mean, having this ideal that you're just gonna almost stumble across your purpose and passion and they're intertwined and they happen like Yeah. And that narrative can be really like
0: disarming for people who don't feel that connection, then they can feel like, Well what you know, what have I got to bring to the table kind of thing. Like it's almost like there's like a, a, a level of kind of value that's placed on having it's almost like talent as well, mm. people, you know. When you're like, especially as a kid or a teenager, you know, people have got their little talents. Yeah. And if you don't have a talent, then you, I can remember at school, like some of my friends being like, Well, I don't dance and I don't sing, so therefore, what am I going to do?
2: yeah totally exactly and and yeah passion is exactly the same like you might not be an avid music fan or you might not be really into drama or really love reading so then where do you go i mean i'm not sure many accountants are passionate <laughs> about <laughs> numbers but if they're doing something with purpose then that's really important yeah
0: so the next segment is pep to the people and as our listeners should know by now this is our kind of like uh we keep trying not to call it Agni aunt, but that is the best explanation. <laughs> but this what is our, our challenge,
1: agony team.
0: Yeah, agony mm. sister. We called it last episode. Okay, yeah, That's nice. nice. Um, so this is where we've got someone's got a challenge, and we're going to give them our advice and support on how to overcome that. So do you ever get any kind of like frequently asked questions that are around? You know, something that people might need some
2: motivation on. Definitely, one of the most occurring questions that we get asked is how do I deal with my partner's different sex drive and that comes from men and women mm-hmm. and it comes from some that have higher sex drives and some that have lower sex drives so it kind of works all the way every around different every combination. different possible way exactly and what is interesting is the one that I think women struggle the most with is when they have a higher sex drive mm-hmm. than their male partners because there's a lot of myth around um, female sex drive that says our sex drive is lower than a man's and therefore that's quite n- quote unquote normal mm. whereas if you have a higher sex drive than a man there's something wrong there which mm. is obviously not true at all and I think the really interesting piece of advice I can give around this is to help you understand that we have two different types of drive systems okay. for the majority of men they have something called a spontaneous drive system and this is where a beautiful person walks through the door and they get immediately aroused so that kind of very initial um mm. interest sparks arousal <sighs> and they're turned on
1: In- if, it, if only it was that easy sorry but like i'm just putting it out there yeah what the fuck i know so i know <laughs> but, but
2: women have it too women have spontaneous drive okay. as well
1: if you're out there and you have spontaneous drive fair um, play to you yeah
2: well done. <laughs> <Well> done, <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> But in contrast, uh, the majority of women have a situational drive system and that doesn't mean ours is less or, or mm. greater, it just means it's different and we need to understand what the context, so what is the situation mm. that arouses us. Yeah. So it might be someone walking through the door, but it's more likely that it's a series of things that create a, 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 a situation, a context which arouses you. So it could be a really lovely meal with your favourite bottle of wine and some compliments now we're that, talking that gets you aroused <laughs> it could be I like coming up Ooh. If
0: I, like, have dressed up, made an effort, got a nice little... Uh, and that's why, I like, going out on <laughs> a date. Guys, a guys minute, you should minute. see the
1: gesticulations that's happening like, right now. It's like,
0: <laughs> <hair> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That really starts... That's, like, the best way to, like, set the tone and get me in the mood. And that's why, you know, it's nice to have, like, date nights and things yeah. like that, which don't happen that often mm. compared to, like, being slouched in my... Yeah,
2: pyjamas yeah. or, yeah. Just I not think gonna I get like my vibe sounds. going.
0: Mm. Well, that's why you're buzzing off early so
2: much. Yeah, maybe we are very auditory. Very aud- audio-stimulated.
1: Audi- <laughs> Rossi, hope you're listening.
2: <laughs> but what is amazing is that both of you can identify what your situation is. That's literally is.
1: just come to me. Oh, mm-hmm. well,
2: great. Yeah, And great. so if you don't yet know what your situation is, then taking some time to explore the things that you think make you arouse and the scenarios that get you excited and then communicating that to your partner Mm. and that's sort of second big piece of advice is communication is key because we're all so so different so unless we can't assume that they know Mm. and if you can communicate and take the time to explore what it is that you like and then communicate that back Hopefully, if they're a caring, loving partner, they will take that into consideration and try and create and manifest that situation for you more rather than just expecting you to have this spontaneous arousal that they have. Mm. And that's a way that
1: you can get around that. And I think the communication thing is really hard, actually, because being British, or whatever that means, there is Mm. a bit of shame around the communication of pleasure. Mm. Have you got have we collectively got any advice for the people that are thinking oh my sex drive isn't the same because actually it probably is they just need to communicate mm. how best to engage I think it's with best it. to
0: have the conversations in a completely separate context from anything to do with that side of your um relationship so okay. it can be really nice to have it just like you know, if it's awkward, then, you know, go with that. Like, make it a bit goofy, have a laugh with it, you know. But at the end of the day, you you have or should have in your relationship a level of trust and respect yeah. where what you're saying can be heard. And so it's just it's just finding the environment where you feel comfortable to express that. Mm. Yeah. And if that's, like, you know, doesn't seem like this, like, emotionally intelligent, you know, very progressive conversation then so be it. it doesn't yeah. have to be. Like yeah.
2: as long as you're you're sharing how you feel and listening to how your partner feels. And I think your point there around taking it out of the take it out taking it out of the scenario of sex. So doing it in a different context rather than doing it in the moment. And mm. um, there's a lot less pressure and tension in that moment. Yeah. And there are a couple of really nice practices that you can explore on the app that help you navigate this conversation. So one is called desire and libido. And that explains the science behind this and will help you understand your context. And then the other one is attachment styles, which is also really nice practice to start understanding what you need from a partner, which will also feed into your arousal. I'm so,
1: so excited. This I'm is so such
0: excited. an important tool, isn't it? Isn't like it? To be able to empower people to have those conversations yeah. as well as... Of course, also the app's really useful if you are the person with the low libido and you do feel, you know, that there that you want to try and figure that out. Yeah. It's, it's a great tool for helping you get in that mind frame. If you, for example, like have a lot of stress and you find it difficult to disconnect, your, your, your mind-body mm. connection is a bit ski whiffs, so mm. then you find it difficult to get into your body to be able to get intimate and enjoy that it's a great tool for
2: overcoming that challenge as well definitely and I think that throughout history and even you know to today we still try and separate all of these different areas of our lives mm. we separate the physical the mental the sexual um, within that we separate stress and anxiety and all of those pieces but they so connected Mm. and they all feed into each other you know what you eat what how you sleep what you drink that all feeds into the way you feel about yourself Mm -hmm. and that feeds into your sexuality and the way that you want to engage with another person or just engage with yourself Mm. and I think understanding those connections is really important and fairly helps you do that Um, and really just taking some time out for yourself to get more in touch with yourself yeah. it's super super important in a world we live in we're so disconnected because we're pulled in all these different directions and I think that if you could do one thing for yourself it would be to explore get connected and feel yourself again and get more into your body like you just said Tara that's super super nice so yeah that's probably more important than any morning routine I could give you anyway yeah
1: <laughs> that's a really nice end to the episode yes it is although can i just say yes. once <laughs> <laughs> you were like looking at me like oh my god so. no no only
0: because i realized that we both started speaking at the same time i could tell that you were gonna <laughs> you had something else Sorry. to say
1: um i watched a ted talk yesterday i was actually watching billy's ted talk and then i got served a suggestion straight after and I can't remember what it was called, but I'll put it in the show notes. And she, the lady that was talking was about, uh, talking about having a low sex drive and how she overcame that. And she had a really amazing, I suppose, technique. And she said she started her day by mindfully putting her clothes on. Mm. So when she put her cashmere jumper on, she felt the cashmere yeah. against her skin and when she put her socks on she took it slowly and felt the mm. texture of the sock over her and i did it this morning and honestly i was like might Ooh. be late <laughs> <laughs> having a great time
0: but that, it, that's that thing of connecting with your yeah, body exactly. and your, our, our, you know so much of our sensuality lives in our body totally yeah. and so when we're just always rush 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 and, yeah. and mindless that's why the the whole mindful yeah your, guide, your guide to, to mindful yeah, sex is not sex. about slowing down yeah, but tuning so, in yeah. yeah exactly
1: yeah so tune in
2: so tune in. Get
1: dressed, guys, feel <laughs> that jumper. Mm.
2: <laughs> Put on your cashmere on this cold, wintry morning. Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, so, Billy, that was so interesting. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me on. What exciting I hope that stories.
0: our listeners, I'm sure that our listeners are going to feel very uh, mindful and sensual throughout the rest of their day, I and hope I so. hope that they... Um, let us know how uh, that how that yeah, impacts please. things. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so send us some comments. Us you can reach comments. us on Instagram.
1: Yeah, also the app, so. If you want to follow Furly on Instagram, it's we are Furly, as Tara mentioned. Number seventy three on the App Store. Stunning. Ooh, just just search Furly <laughs> in there. And just as a reminder, it's F E R L Y. Thank you so much, Billy. We've massively you. enjoyed it. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. For joining us for this episode of The Slice. A new episode drops every Monday at 6am. Whether you're dealing with a wellbeing challenge or need some inspiration at work,
0: The Slice is here to get you motivated and ready to step into your power. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search the Slice podcast. I've been Tara Starlet, your resident wellness warrior, community marketing expert, and growth guru. You can follow me at Tara Starlet.
1: And I've been Megan Morass your resident motivational mentor, business owner, and power pet talker. Follow me at Megan Morass. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week for the next Slice.